are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, training camps are open. Yeah, how about it? Lots happened since you and I got together last. I mean, some some bad news, but a lot of excitement, that's for sure. And some veteran quarterback talk with Rodgers and Deshaun Watson and all this stuff. There's just a, the, the league is always buzzing, but it's 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 picking it up right now. Yeah, it certain, certainly is, and uh, yeah, most of it not great news. Uh, we'll, we'll cover a little bit of that later in the show, but of course you have the Cam Akers injury, the Michael Thomas injury. We're still not exactly sure what's going on with Saquon Barkley. Amari Cooper is on the pup. It looks like the Aaron Rodgers stuff is, is maybe behind us, I think. Uh, okay. But yeah, definitely a lot of news, and that's really before camp uh, even officially opened uh, earlier today, but let's let's get to our topic at hand. Uh, this is actually what we're going to talk about the next two shows uh, because the, the season is so close. It's time to really take a good look at your teams and decide what direction you think you're going this season. And if your team is a contender, we certainly hope that's the case. You might be you might be one piece short, or maybe even a couple of pieces short of really building that strong playoff contender and, and title contender. That's what we want to focus on today. We'll hit all four positions over the next two shows. And Matt, of course, we'll talk about and start with the quarterbacks. Uh, Matt, what I want to do is I've, I've picked out a few that I think, uh, a few players at each position that I think make for good trade targets. These players ideally should help you win this season, but they're also not going to break the bank. So let's look at the quarterback position first. I'll give you three options. You tell me which one you would target if you have a team in this exact situation. We've got Tom Brady, the GOAT, quarterback 21 in our Dynasty ADP currently. Uh, He's actually gained quite a bit of value over the past year. I think more and more it seems like we're confident that uh, that, that he's going to give us a couple more years. This this may not be the end for Tom Brady. Uh, Matt Ryan, quarterback 24, of course, lost Julio Jones, adds Kyle Pitts. Not really sure what to expect from that offense with some, some new leadership there. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, quarterback 30 with Washington. Some nice weapons to throw to there as well, and he certainly has never been afraid to uh, to sling the ball around. So, Matt, you've got what you feel is a contending dynasty team, but you're a little bit short at quarterback. Maybe you, maybe you've got Trey Lance or mm-hmm. uh, or, or Justin Fields or even Trevor Lawrence. Maybe you've got one of these Sean young players. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great example. You, you've got some questions at quarterback, and you feel like you need to make a move. Again, these players are all relatively cheap. If you're in a in a one quarterback league, they're certainly going to cost you. Uh, a second round pick or maybe even less uh, even in a super flex league we're talking about late first round picks um, at the most I would think as far as a, a cost in trade which one of those guys or, or maybe somebody off the board that you're targeting yeah I mean it, it, if it's super flex you can get these guys 
or if it's not super flex, you can get these guys dirt cheap, obviously, you know, and maybe you would want to target a Matthew Stafford, perhaps, you know, I think he gets a little bump after Akers got hurt. But in super flex, these guys will actually cost you something. I mean, even if the team you're dealing with is down and out because, you know, all quarterbacks have value. And these are good options. I mean, I, I think uh, the Falcons and the Bucks will both throw the ball a lot and probably a lot of touchdowns through the air as well. Very little running, of course, from Brady or Ryan, basically none. But the weaponry, especially in Tampa, is excellent. And I think that they can hold their own fantasy points-wise in term, you know, just through the air. I mean, they won't be in the top group because they don't run. But considering that, that Fitzpatrick is QB 30 compared to being in the top 24, I think I lean towards him. I mean, he would have to be really bad to get benched. I mean, um, he'd have to be interceptions galore. And, oh, by the way, I think that's something I'd factor in too. I mean, how bad do they ding um, interceptions in your league? Because I don't think Ryan or especially Brady will throw all that many. But I foresee Fitzpatrick... Maybe not playing great, but probably lasting the whole year as a starter on an offense that has a lot of weapons, and he's aggressive. And he's and he's basically free. Is the beauty of it. Yeah, it's really good points there. I think a lot of dynasty players look at a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, and, and we've definitely done this with Brady in the past as well. Maybe, maybe some still are. And the thought is they're only going to give us one year. You know, uh, Washington's going to find a new quarterback for 2022 and and that's all we get out of out of a guy like Fitzpatrick but again in this situation that's all you need you're trying to bridge mm-hmm. that gap if you've got that young quarterback or if you've got Deshaun Watson with the the big question mark you're just trying to get through this season and contend so you're not so so much worried about who's going to be the quarterback in 2022. Uh, I'm with you. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick for the price is a great option. Other quarterbacks outside of the top 20, uh, again, according to DLF Dynasty ADP, uh, Carson Wentz, quarterback 22. Kirk Cousins is 23. Derek Carr is 26. Uh, One other pair that I wanted to ask you about as well, you probably know where I'm going with this. Jameis Winston is quarterback 27. Taysom Hill is quarterback 31. Given the fact that they're both pretty cheap and attainable, uh, are you are you taking a chance on one of those guys? Are you picking a lane? Are you trying to get both? Or are you just staying away? I think I'm staying away, and Michael Thomas's injury makes that even stickier for me. I just don't think Taysom Hill's going to go away. I mean, if we knew he was the one and Jameis was on the bench... He becomes very attractive, but I don't think he's good enough at football to stay as the one, and especially for the long term. I still have a lot of hope for Winston as a player, but I just don't think fantasy lines up well for him because Hill's going to take too much away, and boy, all of a sudden the Saints wide receivers are awfully rough. And one thing you said before, too, is even if Fitzpatrick, or and, I, and this goes for a lot of these guys, is only a one-year starter... It seems that way now, but, you know, he's like a cockroach. He doesn't die. You know I mean? Washington easily could win seven, eight, nine games, not able to land a Watson or somebody like that. They draft a quarterback at 20, and he's the opening day starter again. You know, I mean, these guys don't fall off all that quick. 
Yeah, very good points there. When we come back, we'll do the same thing with the running back position. First, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action as well. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs for the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device, very easy, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. 50%. You're going to use our locked on, locked on promo code, locked on, all one word, all caps, 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Matt, we are back. We are talking about players to target for dynasty contenders. You're in win-now mode, but you need one more piece. We talked about quarterbacks before the break. Let's hit the running back position. I've got three more for you here. These three stand out, and uh, you may may have some other ideas. Mm -hmm. Again, I tried to target players and look at players outside of the top 20 in our dynasty ADP. The first one that showed up, and, and this is an obvious one to me, is Chris Carson. He's the RB25 in our ADP. Uh, Obviously, he's had some injury concerns throughout his career, but when he's been on the field, he's been a serious producer. Uh, His backup, Rashad Penny, can't stay healthy either. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, for Penny's sake, that's, that's probably good news for Carson, that he's going to see all the work he can handle. RB31 is Mike Davis. We talked about Matt Matt Ryan as one of our quarterback options. His new running back is Mike Davis coming over from Carolina and coming off an RB1 season, uh, which was a surprise to many, of course, taking uh, taking over for Christian McCaffrey, who missed most of last season. RB37, Raheem Mostert. We love that San Francisco offense, especially for the running backs. Uh, he's got a little competition now with Trey Sermon there. Uh, and, and once again, another player who has battled some injuries. I would say if, if Carson and Mostert didn't have that injury history, they might be uh, much more expensive, much higher on this ADP list. Do you like one of those guys? Or do you like maybe another player who might be outside of the top 20 or even 25? One name I wanted to throw out there that's close to free as well is Gio Bernard. And I, I don't know what number he's going but I think it's, yeah, I'm sure he is not going to cost you much. Of course, I'm talking PPR with him. I think he's going to be the back to own in Tampa Bay, especially in PPR, of course. I just think that they'll trust him. I think they'll throw an awful lot. But these three names you brought up are all really good because they have obvious roles to a lot of playing time. I hold it against these two too often. I don't trust Carson and Mostert to stay healthy. And I feel like I'm almost unfair about that because I never end up with them on their team. And a lot of it's just their running style. I mean, they're very violent runners that abuse their bodies and it's one of their best attributes. It just doesn't seem like it's built to last. But again, you're not asking them to, you know, for five years of production. So I'm taking Mike Davis of that group. Um, I think Davis is a pretty darn good receiver or good enough receiver. Um, I don't know that he's as game script dependent. If Atlanta's losing, I think he's probably still in the game. 
I'm almost certain he'll be their short yardage runner. I think that line has some young pieces that could get a little bit better. I, I like Davis. I, I feel like people are a little rough on him, that it, he's worth a little bit more than people realize. Yeah, I'm surprised Davis. I mean, I get why Davis is not higher in in dynasty ranks or in dynasty mm-hmm. ADP. He is he is 28 years old and, uh, of course, outside of last season, uh, relatively unproven. But I'm surprised he's not higher in, in redraft leagues or, or in these yes, situations yes. in dynasty where you're really you really are just focused on on the one year or you're trying to fill that last piece because as i said he's coming off an rb1 season um i mean I, th- I think it's it's fair to argue that the atlanta offense has similar upside to the carolina offense that he was in I last think the situation's year. better right yeah I, I think so as well so yeah i think i think he's a a steal at rb31 you're i mean you're passing on certainly some younger options and and depending on what the rest of your team looks like maybe you would you would prefer to go that way but again if you're in the situation the scenario that we're focused on today where you're missing that one piece i think mike davis is a great target to go out and buy uh and try to try to make that run for a title yeah i mean maybe you had you lose cam Akers and you, you thought you were a contender and oh i better go get somebody you know uh, davis is a great call yeah, unfortunately, Cam Akers probably not going to be the last player uh, in this sure. situation where we're we're talking about a preseason injury or or a, a serious injury uh, that puts a player out for the year. You talked about Gio Bernard. I think you'd mentioned him uh, maybe last week as well. I know you mm-hmm. like him. He is RB fifty eight in our ADP, and uh, at that price, I'm definitely in. Uh, what about uh, what about Houston? We talked about them a little bit last week as well. That's I a think. Good call. Phil Lindsay, RB56. Where's David Johnson at, roughly? Uh, a little bit higher, RB49. Yeah. I want I want Lindsay yeah. over David Johnson. I want Johnson over Lindsay. Uh, I think Johnson's a really good receiver, um, bigger-bodied. I didn't think he looked terrible last year. I mean, people don't realize the Texans had a really good offense last year, and I thought he was a contributor with that. At that price, I would be after Johnson, but both are so cheap. I think you can make a strong argument for Lindsay as well. I, I would rather pay the little bit more for David Johnson, though. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So Chris Carson, Mike Davis, Raheem Mostert, maybe even dig deep for a guy like Gio Bernard or David Johnson if you need that running back to get you through and, and help you make a, uh, a a push into the playoffs this season. Matt, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of that NFL news we hinted at earlier. We'll talk about Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. All right, let me take a chance here, you know, a little time out of our, to talk about rockauto.com. Um, they've been a really good good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, in a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever. you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They, it, rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years 
So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate. Uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for, for, for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how, do you, how did you hear about us box. So they know that we sent you. That's locked on, two words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Matt, we're back. As I said earlier, we do want to hit on on the news. I, I don't think we can have really have a dynasty podcast without talking about this situation. I know, uh, I, I know, Marcus and Kate hit on this earlier uh, on on one of their shows. But let's talk about Cam Akers. Obviously, the everybody knows the news by this point. Toward the Achilles, he's out for the year. Certainly, concerns for the long term. What I really want to focus on today is. Uh, is his new trade value because uh, a week ago he was one of the hardest players to trade for, not necessarily the most valuable, but he he was tough to acquire. If you had him on your team, you did not want to let go. You were you had visions of a future overall dynasty RB one, and and that's that's very unlikely at this point. So we we've seen the prices uh, come falling down very quickly. I've got some examples of recent trades that have happened, uh, all of these, of course, since the injury. And just want to get your quick take on these. Cam Akers and Sterling Shepard for Joe Burrow and Hollywood Brown. That is a one-quarterback league. So Akers and Sterling mm. Shepard for Joe Burrow and Hollywood. I still want the Akers side. I, I, don't, I don't put much stock in Shepard. And getting a quarterback back in Burrow doesn't hold a lot of water in a one-quarterback league. I like Marquise Brown. I think Marquise Brown's a little bit underrated, mm-hmm. but I also don't think he's as good for fantasy as his true value in the NFL. I'm maybe I'm optimistic or naive to think that Akers probably is still the opening day starter a year from now because this did happen so early in the season. But I mean, I guess he could not be the same, or maybe he's done. I, so I understand the. Uh, that you're not going to get a ton for him right now, but I'm still taking the acre side. Yeah, sure. It's it's just the amount of risk uh, that that you want to take on here. Do you want to get out while you can? Uh, for a, I, I guess we can say a known. Obviously, Joe Burrow is coming off an injury as well, so True. it's it's not quite a, a a safe bet that he's going to uh, be a top asset moving forward. I'm I'm on the other side here. I would take Burrow and. Marquise Brown, I view both of those as as potential fantasy starters, uh, guys you can plug in uh, maybe even as early as week one, and I'm, I'm not quite as optimistic as you on, on Cam Akers and, and his future, unfortunately. I hate to say it, but yeah. that's kind of the reality of where we are. Uh, here's another one, Cam Akers and the 2.07, uh, so a, a second rounder in this year's rookie class for Miles Gaskin and two future third rounders um so that i mean that tells you that gaskin based on this trade gaskin is worth more than acres right now i'm not sure if i would agree with that one 
Right, that's what I was going to ask you. Then. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm taking Acres and and the second rounder here. I'm not quite too. ready to sell for Gaskin. I, I am too. Again, the uh, Gaskin might not be a terrible last segment player. You know that it looks like he's not in a tough spot for touches. You know, trade for him now, and but I can't see him being. I, I can't. I'd be really shocked if a year from now Gaskin's worth more than Acres. You're right. You're right. I agree. Uh, last one for Cam Akers, and this is really kind of what it boils down to. I think these are the types of trades you're going to see. Cam Akers for a first rounder. We get Frank Gore thrown in there to, to balance <laughs> out the players. Uh, Frank Gore still hanging around with, with maybe a, a little bit of dynasty value. But basically, Cam Akers for a future first rounder. Are you doing that deal? You're, you don't make that team any better by giving the makers. I think that's important here. Yep. Um, so assuming it's not a total powerhouse, I think I would get out now for the future first. I would as well. I'd take any would first. Um, I've also seen several trades. We're only going to hit on a couple here today, but I've seen several trades of Cam Akers for a future second rounder. Uh, I, I would not do that. Uh, I'd, I'd hold Akers versus the second, but... Those are out there getting done as well. Again, it's just the level of panic, the level of risk that you're willing to take on. Uh, with with this situation, we've obviously got somebody on the other end of this, and it's uh, it's running back Daryl Henderson, who was, before Cam Akers was drafted, he was a player that dynasty managers were chasing. He was that guy going in the fifth, sixth, seventh round of startup drafts, and uh, we were thinking maybe he's the next Rams starter course that's going back a little over a year before uh, they use that day two pick on cam Akers. so daryl henderson's value has shot up quite a bit i don't know if it's reflective in these tr- reflected in these trades though this yeah, first one daryl henderson and a third rounder for savan Ahmed, a future second and the 2.07 so two second rounders and Ahmed for daryl henderson and a third what do you think? I went to Henderson's side. I, I do mean, too, very easily. Yeah. yeah, very easily. I mean, Ahmed, Ahmed really doesn't. I'd rather the third than him, probably. And I'll right. take Henderson for two seconds in a heartbeat. So, in general, do you have a do you have high hopes for Daryl Henderson this year? Do you see him stepping right in, uh, or do you think they bring in competition? I'm warming up to it, and yeah. you know, of all the the redraft stuff that I fiddle with, I keep moving them up. And you know, one of the radio shows I do, we do a, a, a mock draft every se- one segment every day or every other day, and I keep taking them higher and keep taking them higher. And he's still so young that even if Acres returns or even just the next five years of Henderson's career, wherever it takes him, I think he'll be useful. And he was useful before this injury. Yeah, good point. Um, again, it didn't show up in, in all these trades here, but I know some people are trading uh, trading first-rounders for for Daryl Henderson. Uh, actually, we do have one of those. Daryl Henderson for the 1.09 in this year's class. So we're talking about uh, maybe Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, maybe Trey Sermon. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore, for sure. Rondell Moore, that that's a little more than I'd want to spend, I think. What about I you? I want the Rook. Yeah, I'd rather have Waddle or Elijah. I don't. I wouldn't rather have Rondell Moore. I'd make that trade straight up. But 
Uh, all those other names that could be there and have been there at 109, I would rather have than Henderson, including Sermon. So in general, you're probably not giving a first rounder for Henderson? I don't think so, no. Yeah, I'm not either. I mean, maybe Henderson in a late second for a first or something. You know what I mean? Right. You, you could throw something in to get me pry that first away from me. Last trade involves one of our players we talked about last segment. So maybe maybe you you are in this situation. You need that running back you can count on. Would you trade Daryl Henderson and the 2.07 for Chris Carson? I'd rather have Henderson than Carson. I, I think that's that's kind of where it's at. We've talked a lot yeah. about that running back range. Um, uh, Low-end RB2s, high-end RB3s. Carson is in that. Miles Gaskin and Damian Harris, Edmonds, Hunt, players like that. And, and I think we're going to see in in these late dynasty startups that take place over the next couple of weeks, I think we're going to see Daryl Henderson go there, if not higher. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and when you look higher, you're talking about Sermon, Montgomery, Josh Jacobs. It it wouldn't be a major surprise to see him go in that range hmm. uh, based on the expectations of this offense and the concerns long-term for Cam Akers. Those three names you just mentioned, including Jacobs, I would definitely rather have than Henderson. But Henderson's versus Carson, I was very quick to say, oh, I'll take Henderson. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. I'm with you there. Yeah. Matt, that is it for today's show. We, uh, we covered quarterbacks and running backs to target for those contending teams. Tomorrow we will do the same thing for wide receivers and tight ends, and we'll hit on a little more news Uh, and how that news is impacting player trade value. Before we go, Matt, betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.